A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10 year, 100,000 mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hello, hi, and welcome to a Bullet Points episode of The Emma Gunn Show. How are you? Thank you so much for choosing to spend your time with me. You know I appreciate it hugely. Now, on this Bullet Points episode, I'm going to talk about something that we have spoken about before on The Emma Gunn Show, but it comes up a lot uh, in DMs and in emails. And recently, I've been doing a lot of Q&As on Instagram, and it's something that comes up in every single Q&A a version of it plus additional questions and it really is about how to read more and I think a lot of people are saying what I have felt previously about books in that they are these small little innocent looking things that can shame you from the other side of the room that can make you feel inadequate because they you, you just can't get round to them and so they uh, shame you with your neglect of them because you know deep down that you have ordered that book as I do many times I order books online or I go to bookshops I get the book thinking I'm going to read that as soon as I get in and months later if not years later the book is still untouched no page has been turned and this has actually been bothering me recently because I read a lot for work I'm sure you realize that quite a few people who come on this podcast are authors and I think it's upon me and the only right that I do my due diligence before I have anyone on the show and I read their book and that can sometimes or has in the past been something that I have found to be such a monumental mammoth task that I put off and it becomes that thing it becomes a dark cloud that I have to navigate or round or live under because uh, the book just the book is shaming me and it feels like too big of a task to take on and then inevitably I get to the day before the show and I try and speed read a book in a day and obviously that doesn't work so if you've ever Uh, wish that you read more or you have bemoaned how little you read, then I'm hoping that what I share in this episode will be in some way helpful. So I am not historically a a particularly voracious reader. Um, I think I've said this before, but uh, my mother and my brother and now my father, but when I was growing up, my brother read a lot. So by contrast, I did not. So my brother would have his head in books constantly and if I tried to read I would just fall asleep because for me reading meant being still and that just made me literally (laughs) slip into a subconscious an unconscious state I would just fall asleep if I tried to read nothing would get my attention especially not when it was trying to compete with um, MTV and VH1 behind the music which I loved so much um But one of the reasons why I keep getting asked this question is because, uh, and these additional questions is because when I'm asked how much I read, 
I am reading a book a week and I'm also listening to a book a week. So I'm doing two books a week. And a lot of people have said, oh my goodness, how are you doing that? How are you managing it? Please, can you tell me how you how you set up your time? And actually, the, the big shift came when I started listening to books on Audible. Because when you go into the Audible interface and you're, you download a book or you look at a book and think, oh, I might fancy spending my token on that. I, um, it shows you how long it takes to listen to, which probably is a little bit longer than how long it would take you to read, but probably not by much. And most books, believe it or not, take between six and seven hours, maybe six and eight hours, just to be fair, to listen to on Audible. And as soon as I saw that, it just made me think, well, in that case, I can read a book a week by just giving it 45 to 90 minutes a day. And I definitely waste that much time on social media um, during the day. I potter around. I sometimes am waiting for things to cook or what have you. And these are all minutes that I could use to consume those books. And basically, that's exactly what I've been doing. Now, my preference is to do it in one block sitting. So I set my Apple Watch to a 45 minute or a 60 minute timer and I just keep reading until it goes off and that is how I am managing to talk through a book a week but it works and it really it really really works unless you're trying to read the Obama's autobiographies because they clock in at 19 hours for Michelle and 29 for Barack and that is not going to be done in a week I'm just going to tell you so they are there they have already been assigned to holidays slash Christmas for when I can actually properly power through those but I have to read for work I also like to read for pleasure but um, if you're a long-time listener you'll know that I talk about the fact that I try to read or I tend to be drawn towards a lot of non-fiction and what was happening was these books were sitting in my office and they were just mocking me from my to-do pile. They were just mocking me saying, you haven't read me yet. And you've only got three days until you're interviewing the author. And that was just, I was just being tormented by these books. And I just had let it go on for a really long time. The podcast is five years old. I had let this go on for a really long time. And I just got sick and tired of it and thought, right, once and for all, we're going to get over this. And seeing that listening, uh, how long it takes to listen to a book on Audible really helped me just be able to subjectively just say well that's just seven one hour sessions and that means an hour a day a week in, in a week and that's just so easy to do so that's what has really really helped but there are so many other benefits that I found from being able to do this because I'm not going to suggest for a second that you can just say right I'm going to read for 45 minutes because actually that was one of the first things I noticed my attention span is so short and I know that this came up in 26 habits about how uh, attention span is like a muscle that you have to train and extend. But I find reading in the way that I am at the moment really positive for a couple of reasons. A, I'm learning a lot. But B, it's focusing my mind, which can fall into being somewhat scatterbrained. I definitely have a monkey mind. It is all over the place. It is always whirring. It moves at quite a pace. And to be able to quieten it down enough to be able to focus on the words on the page and focus on what's actually there and not doing what I did as a teenager, which would be trying to read a book, but meanwhile fantasizing about being on tour with Guns N' Roses. The Guns N' Roses fantasy would win out. And so I wouldn't actually absorb anything that was being written or that I wouldn't absorb the book is what I'm trying to say. And so what I've really noticed is that in order to get the best out of these books, I have to 
really flex that muscle and focus and tune everything else out, which means that actually my reading time has become somewhat meditative. Now, we've talked about meditation on this podcast before, and it's something I've tried to do. It's something I've really tried to lean into. It's something I've really tried to incorporate into my daily life, but I find it challenging, partly because I think it is such a couple of days off and it feels as though I'm back to square one because I do have that quite fast paced mind. But reading has become somewhat meditative because I have to slow down in a way that I don't at any other point during the week. Um, Even when I'm watching films or reality TV, which you know I love, I'm probably scrolling on my phone at some point or messaging a friend saying, have you watched this week's Real Housewives? What did you think of this or what have you? So there's always a few things going on. Whereas with the book, I am just focused on what is happening. Now, that's not to say that I'm absorbing everything really easily. And in fact, one of the things I nearly texted my brother about recently is because he's very smart and he retains information really well. He's got a, I would maybe a photogenic memory or something. But anyway, he retains information, like minute information really well. And I wanted to say to him, is it OK to read a book and not not feel like you're actually taking it all in and to but to just kind of let it percolate? But I never did send that text because I didn't want to be um, mocked uh, which would which is fair for him to do because he's my brother. But um, it, but I also because I remembered a conversation I had with Jeff Thompson who came on the podcast in 2019, where I was really struggling to read The Power of Now, and so I bought it on audiobook. And he said, along the lines of I'm paraphrasing, don't focus so much on getting every single thing. Just let it, just read it, and let the stuff that's supposed to jump out at you and that you're supposed to take in. Um, happen. So I try to be a bit more relaxed. And if I get to the end of a paragraph or to the end of a chapter, and I think, oh, God, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure I really got the gist of that. I trust that my brain took it in and it will percolate it and and store it in a way that will be useful moving forward. So um, that's not to say, I don't want to give the impression that I'm reading all these books and I'm now able to recite them and tell you exactly everything that I picked up immediately. I think just the act of reading and absorbing all of these different viewpoints is really handy. And there is a real wonderful sense of achievement from doing that. And case in point is at the moment, I'm reading Fat is a Feminist Issue, and I'm finding it much more treacly uh, than other books that I have read recently. It's It feels a lot thicker, it feels a lot harder to uh, that there's less of a rhythm that I'm finding I'm able to get into. So rather than going back and constantly reading a chapter, I'm just thinking, just pay attention and trust that by the end, all of the interwoven tapestry of this book will have uh, have made its way into your <laughs> into your brain. And like I said, there's a lovely sense of accomplishment actually to tick off reading one book a week. It feels really wonderful, and I no longer I think the the true um, the takeaway from this is I no longer feel shamed by my books, my pile of books, because they no longer feel like an insurmountable mountain that I have to get over or through. They feel like something much more manageable that I will very easily get through at some point. Now, I also mentioned on Instagram stories that I'm listening to an autobiography a week as well. So I read for my hour a day, and that usually is at my desk or in the living room. <laughs> I'm giving you context, but just so you kind of get a sense of where I'm going with the autobiographies. But I often, at the end of the day, especially now as we're getting into autumn, when I finish my working day, I'll take myself off for an hour to the park as it's 
beginning, as the light's beginning to dim and I go and read for an hour and that's sometimes a nice way of doing it outside. But I also like to walk, as you know, and that's when I listen to my autobiographies. And again, if they're six or seven hours, then... Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Maybe it'll take me a little bit longer than a week. But um, sometimes I'll listen to them when I'm pottering around the house as well. But I like to do the big chunk of my autobiographies that I listen to out on walks. And I was originally listening to celebrities who I admire or have a have a, an affiliation to or just think, oh, I really, I'm really interested about what that person's life is like. But what I've found really interesting, both in the autobiography and the nonfiction that I'm reading, is going for things that I wouldn't necessarily be drawn to. And I have to thank listeners for that, actually, because a couple of months ago, you may remember I had Davinia Taylor on the podcast, and that episode actually... Um, caused quite a lot of feedback not all of it necessarily positive and I was uh, quite a few people said that I needed to do more research in the area of um, fat shaming and weight loss and body positivity and body acceptance in order to uh, be able to have a conversation with someone like Davinia now not necessarily I think my conversation with Davinia was fine but I do understand that some of the viewpoints within it upset some people and so I did I took that very seriously so I was uh, encouraged shall we say to read uh, books that I wouldn't normally be drawn to because they don't necessarily fall into my line of thinking but we don't want this to be an echo chamber and I think the best way to have meaningful discourse that moves uh, any discussion forward is to understand all viewpoints so I did pick up books that I wouldn't normally have picked up just because I would have thought well I'm definitely going to disagree with that so I shan't pick it up and actually as is the case you pick it up and whilst you might not agree with it you might your instincts might be right there are definitely parts of it that are eye-opening and that definitely inform your opinion moving forward, which is really useful. So I have you, my most excellent listeners, to thank some of you who got in touch about that show for um, making me uh, open up where I was finding my information. And that's also true with the autobiography. So I started off with people like Demi Moore and Rob Lowe because I like that kind of era and Matthew McConaughey, but also people like Corey Phelps and I like people from the movies. But I'm also trying to read autobiographies by people that, I don't really know a great deal about because that's how you um, open up this beautiful life and get to see the world through lots of people's eyes, which I think is really interesting. So uh, up on my list next, I've got people like Tyson Fury. I know nothing about uh, his sport. I know nothing really about him. So it'd be interesting to see what life looks like through his eyes. So that's also been something that has been really wonderful is this meditative form of reading books, whether it's physical copy or on a Kindle, but then also this experience of books, seeing the world through other people's eyes and listening to them tell their story. It's always so wonderful when 
the the author reads the story too it's always a bit of a shame when it's not the person who wrote it who reads it i feel as though maybe a little bit of something is lost but who knows maybe maybe it is maybe it isn't anyway so that really i hope is an answer to the question that a lot of people asked on instagram and i always think well if people ask on instagram and it's in the numbers that it has been because a lot of people have asked in DMs. As soon as I put anything like that up, instantly my DMs will go nuts. People are saying, how are you doing it? How are you doing it? How are you choosing your books? How are you reading all of these things? How do you take the time? And that's really how I've broken it down. And I think even if I didn't have to read for work, if I was commuting, I could still a lot two half an hour sessions for 15 minute sessions a day so I feel as though yes I have to do it for work but it still could be quite manageable for somebody who didn't necessarily have to pick up as many books as I do but if you want to read more that's my top tip on how and I just think it opens up the world in the most magnificent way especially the autobiographies getting to see life through other people's eyes is something I really really enjoy it makes me really look forward to going for walks because I get to have an experience that is not my own so it's um it feels very special so those are my tips if you have any more questions about uh reading then please do let me know but if your bookcase or if your to be read pile or if even a book that's been on your bedside table for ages are making you feel ever so slightly guilty when you walk past them or see them then um don't let them haunt you try this out because it definitely does trust me it feels a lot more doable and it feels a lot more accessible when you just break it down and um, very easily so that's my tip if you have any questions you know what to do email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com or you can dm me on instagram and twitter where i'm at emma guns and don't forget i am doing a lot of those um ask me anything question things on the instagram stories just because it's a really wonderful way to chat to all of you who are following me on Instagram. So if you aren't, please do go over there and follow me um, because I'd love to hear what questions you have. And also, in addition, if you would like to chat to me, but also thousands of other listeners of this podcast, then join the Facebook group. The link to join is in the show notes, which can be found wherever it is that you are streaming and downloading this episode. But we try to have, well, we are having um, quite a lot of discussions and I try to go in there as regularly as possible to um, ask people's thoughts on an article or what they think about a certain topic that might be trending at the moment so don't miss out it's a fun place to be and we'd love to see you there thank you so much for listening I will see you on the next one Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manis and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.